Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron of Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us today, and I am very thankful to be your host. And we're looking today in Archaeology Magazine, July, August 222, and they've got a wonderful article in here on the Philistines and so much. Some people say Philistines, you know, but Palestine, all of this. But uh, a lot have been coming to light, especially the last 10 years. I remember kind of when I first, you know, growing up into archaeology a little bit, my 20s, uh, Philistines were cloaked in a lot of mystery, you know, uh, the biblical clues of Genesis 10 and all on and so forth were fantastic, but uh, a lot of hard archaeological evidence, and that's, that's really no longer the case. They've been piecing together things, even some old uh, archaeological finds and uh, some newer ones, and piecing together just who were these sea peoples. So let's get started. This is the third in a series, by the way. The other one uh, May 26th and then May 30th. So uh, it's probably going to be a larger series than that. There's just so many archaeological finds to get to that it's just wild. Let's get started. God bless you. Thanks for being here. Join us daily. Leave us a five-star review. Just helps people find us and share. God bless you. So it says in this article, again, this Archaeology Magazine, Great Mag, like the Israelites living in the inland hill country to the east of Gath, the Philistines first appear in the historical record during the upheaval at the end of the late Bronze Age. 1200 BC, when a period of stability in the eastern Mediterranean marked by long-distance trade and diplomacy came to a dramatic end. I think that's the end of the Bronze Age, as a matter of fact. The Hittite Empire had ruled Anatolia since about 1750 BC, and it collapsed. I love, you know, atheists who say the Bible's wrong, there's no such thing as Hittites, until they found a Boghazkoi, the capital of the Hittite Empire. Now there's Hittites everywhere. They <laughs> find... The Egyptian grip over Canaan began a long decline. I think the exodus and the conquest had something to do with that, too. After which some Canaanite cities were destroyed. Scholars debate what precipitated this late Bronze Age collapse. Meyer says that these likely were not a single root cause, but that a combination of environmental and social factors were to blame. Analysis of pollen and sediments from Bronze Age sites in Greece and Israel shows that the eastern Mediterranean experienced a period of severe aridity starting around 1250 BC. And I love the climatological archaeology that they're doing around the world today. It just has opened up another uh, sliver into the past, so to speak. Protracted periods of drought and famine likely fanned social unrest and may have triggered mass migrations and invasions that undermined the political stability of the late Bronze Age. So I just read a little bit, talk a little bit. Inscriptions on the walls at Ramses III, this is an important mortuary temple at Medemet Hapu, tell of battles in the early 12th century BC, this is 1100, against the sea peoples who are depicted on reliefs engaging the Egyptians in naval combat. This is about a millennium after the flood, a little over. These warriors uh, wear feathered and horned helmets and fight from ships whose prose are decorated with carvings of bird's heads. Yeah, you know, that's the four-ship. I think that's the pro. P-R-O-W-S. Among the names describing the sea peoples inscribed at uh, Medinet Habu in Peliset, 
which 19th century scholars first linked to the biblical Philistines, biblical text offered early researchers further clues about who the Philistines were. These leaders are referred to by the title of Seren, S-E-R-E-N, like the first part of serenity, which scholars once believed may be related to the Greek term tyrannus, or ruler. According to the Bible, the Philistines arrived from the island of Kaftor, which may be the Greek island of Crete. Early 20th century archaeologists made a number of discoveries that seemed to reinforce biblical and Egyptian descriptions of the Philistines. Excavations at Ashkelon and Bath Shemesh, an Israelite city east of Gath mentioned in the book of Judges as the location to which the Philistines returned the stolen Ark of the Covenant, are unearthed early Philistine ceramics that closely resemble types of Mycenaean pottery found throughout the Aegean Sea. This, these early Philistine wares feature geometric patterns in red and black. They're Georgia Bulldogs, I'm just joking, and are sometimes decorated with depictions of bird's heads akin to those in the Medinet Habu, turning the page here, reliefs, that which is carved on walls. The Mycenaeans are known to have used the vessels for drinking and feasting. The Philistines likely used them in the same way. Although these ceramic vessels provided the first firm connection between the Philistines and the Aegean world, later examination of other pieces of early Philistine pottery revealed that they were crafted from local Canaanite clay. For in the beginning then, Philistines were adapting their culture to local conditions. So they were kind of like migrants. And there's several pictures here. There's a Philistine pottery from Gath, left picture, absolutely gorgeous, 3,000 plus years old. Um, another one below right with the bird's head. It almost looks like a bird bath. And uh, have bird motifs all over it. But also have crosses. Like you'd think it would be from the Byzantine age or something. But so do Egyptian hieroglyphs. Philistine uh, excavations at Gath below left have revealed extensive fortifications, including a massive city gate. Didn't uh, Goliath carry that to Hebron or somewhere? Anyhow, God bless you. Thanks for being with us. Join us daily. We try to do all things archaeology, biblical archaeology. And uh, since God created the world, it all is at least tangentially related to the God of the world. So we'll see you later. Maybe make a notebook or a journal of things you find interesting. God bless you. Bye-bye.